1: I'm Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why fear of loss and dread create romantic attraction. Well, I've got an email. This is from a guy. He's 22 years old. I think the girl he's been dating is about a year younger than he is, so she's like 21. And he's been dating her for about three months and he said in the beginning he played his cards right. But after a few months, he got kind of sloppy, and he says he reverted back to his needy, clingy, and controlling ways. So obviously when you hear needy, clingy, and controlling, typically somebody who's trying to control things is because they feel out of control on the inside. In other words, this guy does not have a sense of peace about himself, and so he's driven by fear. And remember, deep down, human beings, we all have the same two primary fears, fear that we won't be loved and fear that we're not enough. In other words, we don't have what it takes. So in this case, it's understandable that for whatever reason, whatever things happen in childhood and the meanings that he gave them, deep down, he doesn't feel like he's going to be loved eventually... He's going to be left or he's not going to get the love that he wants. And so when you feel that, when you believe that, when that's your mindset and your mental operating system, you're going to tend to call too much, text too much, force things. You'll be impatient. You won't wait to hear back from the girl. You'll be impatient when our attraction is not growing as fast as yours may be. And it gets frustrating and those guys get angry and they get controlling, which obviously you'll... You'll see in this guy's email, especially we get towards the end. But the other thing I like about this email is that it, it brings up like what happens when a guy doesn't read the book 10 to 15 times. So it's obvious that this dude is cherry picking things. And when somebody's cherry picking things either from the book because they just thumb through it once or twice or from the videos, it's like they're looking for a copy and paste type of solution. When what they really need is an understanding of the philosophy of the things that I teach in 3% Man. And that's why you read it 10 to 15 times because you get to know it so well, things come off as smooth when, especially when you're backed into a corner and pressured. Like I was doing a, a phone session with a guy yesterday. One of those guys thinks he's super smart, doesn't really need to read the book three or four times every time we talked about that subject. He starts rationalizing and explaining away why it doesn't apply to him, why he doesn't need to do it. And yet he's out on a date with a girl that he really liked. It was a first date. And then she starts asking him, so when was your last relationship? Tell me about your last girlfriends and start grilling him. And so he wasn't really prepared to answer that and he didn't really understand a playful way to respond to that. And so she backed him into a corner And what happens is he gets it all into his head thinking, okay, I know this was in the book, but I can't remember exactly what it said or what it was talking about. What's a copy and paste answer that would just make this line of questioning stop? And so his response basically came off as robotic and like he was being evasive with her versus if a woman brings up, and wants to talk about all your ex-girlfriends you're typically gonna say well gentlemen don't kiss and tell but i have had a lot of great experiences i've been very blessed with the women that i've dated and we're on a first date tonight and quite frankly i don't really want to sit here and listen to and hear i'm sure there are good stories but i don't want to sit here and, and talk about every single guy you've ever dated how many times you slept with each guy when your last relationship was, because I'm, I'm here to learn about you, and I want to have fun, I want to have a good time, and vice versa. You know, these kind of things maybe we could talk about in the future, but right now, I just want to get to know you. And so, what do you love to do for fun? And then you just go right into asking another question, because if you know the book, you remember the best way to respond to a question, if you want it to remain mysterious, especially in the beginning, is to answer a question with a question. And so, if you don't know the material too well, like the guy, that I, one of the guys I was talking to yesterday, she says, tell me about your last relationship. Tell me about your, all the women that you've dated and your history. He's like, it took him aback because then he's like, Bling. what did Corey's book say about that? Oh, shit, I didn't really read it enough. And then so he's trying to bullshit his way through it or a copy-paste answer. Instead of the answer coming off smooth, like how I was – how i would have responded to it he comes off as being evasive he's he's stalling he's she can tell he's in his head and his wheels are spinning it just doesn't look good it makes you look like
0: uh that does not compute you're not supposed to ask me about my other relationships i didn't pay attention to the book uh i don't have a good answer for that uh what do i do uh uh, i don't want to talk about it
1: Uh. and it looks bad and of course after you know towards the end of the date instead of her attraction going up because she was really into him at first it goes the opposite way and so especially when guys think they're super smart and it doesn't apply to them oh i went through it two or three times and plus on top of that the guy went through it two or three times several years ago before his last relationship and now he's getting back into the dating world and hasn't been immersing him back in it and so he's going out on dates and he's not prepared he doesn't really understand the philosophy he's trying to half-ass it take shortcuts to success and look for copy and paste answers and so for the guys that are like oh i don't need to read it 10 to 15 times it's
0: ridiculous nobody needs to read a book 10 to 15 times Corey.
1: well it's like when they get on a date and i listen to what they do and plus you'll kind of see the same thing with this guy as we get a little further into it it's like they're trying to be cute and they're trying to be copy and paste and it's like they're just trying to throw down the ace card that will solve the issue ha ha i got an ace i don't have to answer that and it's like it doesn't work that way in the real world you got to be smooth things got to sound natural and you got to be able to transition it's you know as the book discusses you're not Gonna want to get into love is playful and fun. It's not serious. And sitting there and being grilled by a woman who wants to grill you on every relationship, every date you've ever had, it's like if you don't have a playful comeback or a way to kind of take that and steer that into another direction when it does happen to you, because you don't know the philosophy, you'll be just like my client. You'll fumble all over your words and you're like, Ugh. she could tell that it made him uncomfortable whereas if he had just taken the time to learn the material he would have been able to, to whoosh, swat that question away and ask a better question that would have taken the conversation in a much better more positive direction instead of getting up in his head and being all copy and paste because his story and his excuse to me was ah, does, i don't really need to read it that many times I, I really understand this i'm really good at this Corey." i was like yeah, dude, if you were so good at this, we, we wouldn't be on the phone call. And it's like your mistakes that you're making are pretty obvious. And every time I pointed out one, hey, this is covered in the book, he wanted to have an excuse because he's trying to make excuses for being lazy and taking shortcuts. And, I mean, the reality, my job as a coach is to get you to the point where you're competent with the fundamentals and things flow easily and effortlessly on your dates and they're not all clunky and you don't go, uh, 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 you don't turn into the, the
0: robot. I am a robot. I must respond the appropriate way. Copy and paste is all I can do because I can't think for myself. You don't want to be that way.
1: So with that said, let's go through this guy's email. It says, hi, Corey. Thank you for all the amazing work you do. You've actually changed my life. I'm 22, year o- 22 years old living in Melbourne. I assume that's the land down under or it could be Melbourne, Florida. I've been dating this girl who is one year younger than me for about three months. In the beginning, I was playing my cards right. I was a challenge. He said, but over time, I began to focus on her becoming needy, clingy, and controlling because he started to really care. He started to really like her. He started to become extra nice and compliant because he doesn't want to lose her. And therefore, women can sense that. They can sense that when you go along th- with things that you don't really want to do because you don't want her to get upset or you want to be nice or you're hoping that she likes you. And when women sense that, when the women sense that, you're not really willing to stand up for yourself and what you believe in and you're willing to jump through your butt in order to please her or tell her what she wants to hear, she's going to back away and test. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be flailing all over the place. He says, I was at her beck and call. I gave her the spare keys to my apartment about a month and a half ago in case I got locked out. But this was a symptom of me being insecure, fearful, and doubtful. So I tried to lock her down using this strategy. Yeah, so he's being all serious. Hey, here's keys to my apartment. Whereas that's the kind of thing you want her to get to the point where she is she's staying over all the time she'll be like hey it'd be great if i get a spare key that way you're not leaving your door unlocked or i could come over and get things ready before you get home for dinner or whatever happens to be the woman's going to ask so ask those things of you as her interest goes up but in this case because he's afraid he's going to lose her he's getting all serious doing too much too soon and it's going to turn her off because when a woman senses that you're way more into her than she's into you, typically they go, I'm confused about my feelings. And then they back away and they become less excited. And typically a guy like this that's already scared and afraid is going to freak out, fall into the illusion of action, start doing too much, talking too much, texting too much, calling too much, being too controlling, trying to spend too much time around her, doing things like, hey, here's the keys to my apartment, when they're really not at that point where she's feeling it because everything if you're following what the book teaches it creates the conditions where the woman is driving the relationship because at the end of the day they they do they're the ones that decide whether or not they want to be in a relationship and it's you can't rush their feelings you can't force desire you can't force their attraction to go up it happens slowly over time and the idea is you want to go slightly slower than she is But obviously, in this case, this guy is going way faster than she is. So he says, last Thursday, she stayed the night after dinner. And in the morning, I went off to work and asked her to stay at my place and let me know if she was going to volleyball. When I was at work, she texted me saying she left my house and was not going to volleyball. So why is he asking her to stay at his house? Because he wants her there when he gets home because he can keep an eye on her. And that will make him feel better that he's got her attention and validation and in other words he's a good little boyfriend potential boyfriend he gets his little pat on the head and so she does the opposite of it so it's like every it, his neediness and his fear of loss and his fear that he's not good enough clouds everything he does and everything he says that's why so much of what he does comes off as controlling just like saying hey i want you to stay at my house and then we'll go to volleyball together well, it's like maybe she had other things, things she want to do. He's not telling her to stay at the house because he really wants her there. Of course he wants her there. But the real reason why he's telling her to do it is so because he's worried deep down she won't go and she won't be there because he doesn't think he deserves it. And eventually you do this enough over enough weeks and months, women pick up on that. And they back off. Then you pursue more. She doesn't call you back right away or text you right away. You become impatient. You double, you triple text. You get all worried. She can tell you're driven by fear. And the number one strength characteristic that women find attractive in men is confidence. And so when you start displaying the opposite of confidence, it's going to turn her off. So he says, when I went to volleyball that night, she was there. I got butthurt that she didn't tell me she was coming. Why get butthurt? Why wouldn't she be there? If she's supposed to be there or said she'd be there, you should have the confidence that she's going to show up. Plus, you want to see that she's actually going to do what she says she's going to do. And in this case, she did, and he seems surprised by that. And so, again, he's communicating more fear. I'm not worthy of you. I don't deserve you. Oh, you're probably going to blow me off like all the other girls have. That's the vibe that he's constantly giving off. If you communicate to a woman enough that you don't deserve her or you don't think you deserve her and you're not good enough for her, Eventually, she's going to agree with you. He says she was also very cold and distant the whole time. Yeah, because you'd been controlling and fearful. And she can sense that she's got the power. And women don't want the power in a relationship. It's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And it's very obvious that this guy's feelings are crystal clear. But how she feels about him is obviously unclear. And he's not reacting too well to it. He says, I should have been happy because I didn't get swayed by her bluff. Instead, I asked her to have a talk afterwards. Hey, can we talk after? Love is playful and fun. It's not serious. And the talk is more, I need your attention and validation, Mommy. I need to know that you still like me and and I'm going to get out of, boy. And you're going to smack me in the head sweetly. He says, I told her that she needed to communicate with me. If she was coming, because she was my girlfriend. Do as I say, woman. I'm in charge here. Come on, man. She said she needed time alone to find herself. Oh. And a woman says that because she feels like she's being controlled. And she also feels like she's losing her freedom. So she can't interact with this guy naturally and normally without him getting upset because everything he takes is a slight against his ego oh she doesn't really care about me oh she must have lost interest in me oh she's not as excited to see me today as she was a couple days ago oh my god what do i do he says i recognize the signs and backed off well that's good but again this is why you read the book 10 to 15 times because you're acting like a robot and things come off as clunky and unnatural He says, we didn't talk for two days. And he says, during this time, I really suffered a lot. I was battling my internal fears. I realized my neediness stemmed from my fear of the possibility of never seeing someone again. Exactly. What was I saying in the beginning of the email? So he says, finally, I overcame this fear and played
0: a Uno reverse card on her. Uh, I'm going to play the Uno reverse card card on you uh 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 it will get you to like me more uh, uh uh copy and paste coach says not to do it but i'm smarter than the coach uh, uh, uh. i've got uno reverse card uh. <laughs> she took ages to
1: get back to me because <laughs> her interest is now really low and again these this is all stuff that the book tells you this is why you read it 10 to 15 times so you can see what's going on here His behavior is doing this to her. It's turning her off, and she's gone, ew, ew, kind of turns my stomach. Not feeling so warm and fuzzy on the inside. She took ages to get back to me and made it difficult for me to retrieve my keys. At 6.45 p.m., she said she didn't see my text. He says it was BS. And wanted to bring the keys to me.
0: Her interest levels rose after two days of no contact. And the wild card, I just fucking dealt her. I dealt her the wild card. It was a success. The simulation was a success. I don't listen to coach no 10 to 15 times for me. Because I have uno card. Reverse card. <sighs> I said...
1: I get a lot of people tell me they like it when I do the robot, so. I, <laughs> I said I would go pick the keys up myself, and she called me, and I didn't pick up
0: nor call back. Ooh. I didn't call back. That will teach her. Copy and paste works just fine, coach.
1: When I told her to come down from her apartment, she wanted me to come up for a 10-minute conversation. When I went up, her friend was there, and she told her friend to leave. Then she hugged me and said she thought I was breaking up with her. Well, duh. If you gave your keys to her a couple months
0: ago, and you're like, hey, I need my keys back at 6.30 p.m. today, because I got the uno reverse card on you. Boom, boom, that's my ace in the hole. Who's your daddy now, baby
1: I'm cracking myself up here. These emails I enjoy. So he says she was very affectionate. 9 to 10 interest level. Oh, dude. It's like one thing happens. It's like, oh, she's back to 10. Ding, 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 ding. I hit the winner. I went from 5 to 10. It doesn't work that way, bro. You take the totality of everything but again you would know that if you read the book 10 to 15 times which you have it i don't even know if he's read it once maybe he's just cherry picked in videos or thumbed through it didn't say but i can tell he's being a robot so he says it was a total attitude change from last friday i left after 10 minutes and she wanted to hug me and as i turned to leave she looked at me with these puppy eyes so i gave her a kiss and left well your job in the courtship is just to create an opportunity for sex. hang out have fun hook up So you went and you got your keys. She thought you were breaking up with her. Obviously, she's going to think something is off. So, yeah, you could see it had a bit of a positive effect on her, but what really had the positive effect was the fact that they didn't talk for two days. Plus, you know, if if you're asking for the keys back, just like she says, oh, he's going to break up with me. Rejection breeds obsession. So you got a temporary boost, an artificial boost, to her interest but you can't like constantly do stuff like this
0: i was successful the uno card don't take away my victory i will do it again and show you who's boss here whatever it's your life
1: i'm just saying that you're not smooth just like the guy i was talking to yesterday in my phone session he wasn't smooth and so you might get a couple of successes here and there you might get some attainable success but are you going to sustain it with copy and paste and acting like a robot probably not because you're doing so many other things that are totally unattractive it's like you're trying to use the ace in the hole or the uno card the uno reverse card to make a dramatic shift and he's like you know and then he's telling himself her interest is all the way back to 10 coach she's totally in love i wouldn't say that but obviously it's caused her to look at things differently. But the best way to be is to be following what's in the book, letting her come to you when she reaches out, assuming she wants to see you. You might make, make the next date because being needy, being clingy and especially being controlling, eventually that shit's going to blow up in your face and you know, you can only cover it up for so long before a woman starts to figure out you don't know what the hell you're doing and you got no game but
0: in this case he was able to do the robot and it worked so up yours cory i don't have to follow what you say i'm more of an expert i kissed one girl now
1: well like i said there's plenty of emails will show that when you don't know the information things are going to go sideways long term so i'm hopefully this guy will listen to me and hopefully he will take the time to read and learn the book because the copy and paste you might get some successes here and there but long term the shit's going to blow up in your face just like the guy i was talking to yesterday because it it got so bad he completely ruined things and the girl blew him off and ghosted him so it is what it is you do you boo boo i mean i'm here to be a coach and an advisor my job is to teach you the proper way to employ what's in the book and if you don't want to listen it's like pff, whatever that's on you you'll reap that karma so if you got a question or challenge and you'd like to get my help go to understandingrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly until next time i will talk to you soon